I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The button. Button has been hit. Hey, Brad, what time is it? I don't know. Um, Nick, what time is it? Uh, 1.20. 1.20 in the a.m. In the a.m.s. Hi, Craig! Ugh. You didn't even, you interrupted him, you twat. I'm sorry. I was excited. Is that a do not say list? That one's okay, right? That one's fine. It's fine. It's a body part. <laughs> so is the other word, but we won't, we won't talk about that. <gasps> oh. I like how I'm having this conversation by myself. Ken gets an excuse. He's he's writing last time on. Brad gets no excuse. I didn't hear half of that. What? You didn't hear what I said? No. I, I heard you say that I interrupted Craig, and then everything else was kind of a jumble. I said, you interrupted Craig, and I called you a twat. And I said, is that one okay? Can I say that one? And I went, eh, it's a body part. I'm sure it's fine. And I went, technically, so is the other one, but we won't talk about that. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I didn't catch any of that. It's fine. Like, comedy genius is anything but, so. It's fine. So, uh, if you listen to the last raw stuff for the pre-show stuff um you know that we're recording in a block so there's that um so we, we don't have more boys yeah to we talk won't about. talk about the boys um instead i'm going to uh it's gonna get it's gonna be a very business meeting uh for a little a few moments um so Next week is a Heroes recording, and depending on feelings and timing and everything, we'll attempt a second episode, but we'll see what happens. So I'm saying now probably not going to be able I'm to. I'm assuming not. Because I'm, I will be shocked we, if we do one. We uh, we have to leave kind of early the next morning because we won't be at game night the next day. Boo. So. <laughs> um. The following week is the 25th, but that's when Amber goes back to normal stuff, yes? Yes. Okay, so that'll be a single episode recording evening. Um, October 2nd is two episodes, hopefully. One of those uh, needs to be the anniversary episode. Unless the anniversary episode gets recorded on the 25th. 
but the second is the last comfortable day to record it. We could technically record it on the 9th, but that means I need to have it edited by the 11th. Which is a very busy Saturday for me, if, if, if that's what we choose. Uh, I'd rather give you the time, so. And then uh, the only other point of, the only other talking point as far as businessy stuff um, is do we want to do a Halloween episode? Because that is around the corner. We have ample time, but it is around the corner. I'm good with it if one of you wants to run it. So... Yeah. Nick? What? <laughs> Would you like to run the Halloween episode? Uh, sure, I could. I mean, I can do that. We can, we can, we can do some swapsies. Um, I can handle this one, and then we'll decide if we want to do a Thanksgiving one. Odds are probably not. Um, but we'll probably do a Christmas, New Year's yeah. one, and uh, Brad can take the wheel for that. And then, uh, we'll. We'll be weird and prioritize St. Patrick's Day over Thanksgiving, and King can run another St. Patty's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Do another dark dive into Riven, depending on where we're at. There you go. Man, I want... Oh. I want so bad. So, okay, so also, speaking of that, so technically, uh, we don't have to record the Halloween... Have to, quote-unquote... Halloween episode we can record the second to last week of October because October ends on a Saturday. So October 23rd. Halloween needs to be recorded by then because then that gives me a week to get it recorded and set up. Also, also, uh, I was talking to Brad the other day, Ken. I don't think, unless we feel like we want to, I don't think we're going to do a under the trench coat for anniversary because it doesn't really warrant one it's not like there's going to be a bunch of behind yeah. the scenes to talk about right if for some reason do, do we want to do a pre-show for it too or should we just do that as a standalone i think we're just going to do it as a standalone i think what we're going to do is i'm going to leave it relatively like raw ish um like we're just going to start recording and if we want to do it a little bit longer like a typical recording session length so it has like the content of that stuff like if we have enough to talk about and go through and stuff cool if it runs like regular episode length cool i am going to toss in i'm going to try and think of some stuff to toss in there um i told brad i've been pulling from a couple episodes vape noises and sniffles and coughs from everybody because uh, I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> going to call that out of like here's a little compilation from like just the last three episodes that I've edited, I'm like, here's here's stuff that uh, you guys don't typically get to hear, unless you listen to the raw episodes. And then there's that. Um, but yeah, if for some reason we de we decide like in the moment that under the trench coat makes sense, feels right, or whatever we want to do one, that's fine. But I'm not gonna make it um, patreon exclusive i feel like for the anniversary episode like if we were to do one which we're not planning on one at current um that one will be public like the april fools thing was now i'm good um and then same thing for halloween like i'll make the call on that one since i'll, I'll run that one shot i'll make the call on if we do one or not if i want to talk about 
um, my planning behind it and maybe like ask you guys some questions about situations and stuff. But um, we can we can make that distinction now that under the trench coats don't necessarily have to happen for the special one-off episodes unless uh, we think they are uh, validated and necessary. Because yeah, I'm good with that. I I think that I if nothing else, just do a short one of kind of like what I. Uh, uh, like what we were trying to do, like just kind of doing like a quick mm-hmm. once over of it. I mean, it doesn't, I guess there's probably not going to be as much to dive into about it as there is a, you know, a full episode. Yeah. So uh, probably not the full time. I don't know. It, I, I would leave that up to you. And I would say that if you chose not to, I would not be hurt by that. Yeah. I just, I, there's there's not as much discussion that's needed like it would may it would mainly be uh what are your guys thoughts on this moment how did you think this i was blown away when you did that because it's not like there's a lot of build-up behind um the story like there is all the canon stuff that we do and it's not like there's a well what do you think is going to happen next time because what did you think this hidden thing meant because there's not going to be those because it's a self-contained little little blurble um so yeah, uh, definitely for our anniversary, probably not going to happen. Um, and for one shots, dealer's choice. Um, depending on how much uh, thought goes into certain things and all that kind of stuff. And why does this look dirty? Um, I got schmutz inside the four of one of my percentile uh, D10s. Dun, dun, dun. The other thing I want to talk about, mainly just because I want to... Me, 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 this episode. Um, <laughs> I I just want to vent this. Like We talk about those dominoes all the time and stuff, and we brought up the, the what-if options. Uh, and then we also brought up the what-if for episodes. I want to do that so bad, and I think I've already said this before. <laughs> and I want to do it so bad, and I want to be douchey and make it like a Patreon-only show. And even if they're shorter, like even if it's just like a 30, 45 minute recording, like there's no pre-show, there's no, well, there'd be maybe like do 10 minutes at the end where we talk about like, oh, the changes are wacky. Um, but man, I don't want to put in that effort if we don't have Patreon listeners, you know, like that feels right. really cool and I would love to do it, but I only want to do it as shitty as it sounds. Like it's, it's time for us. Like we already do we're we're and we're choosing to do these things so if anyone is listening to this don't feel like our audience is making us do things that we don't have time for but we're choosing to do the we're we're wanting to make it worth it for the people who are doing it so 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 we're doing the pre-show and we're doing the under the trench coat um which takes a little bit extra i mean we bullshitted at the beginning episodes usually and i just deleted it and got well i didn't delete it i trimmed it out of the episode and I secretly have it stored in my blackmail folders. Um, <laughs> uh, but we didn't do the under the trench coat stuff because we used, that was usually just us. Like we'd make some side comments after the show and sometimes get distracted when we were trying to record too. And then it took us into the wee hours of the morning. So we decided why not leave the microphones on and just make it a little more uniform. And then we can post that for people and we make it part of Patreon. So um, it's actually like, 
it, we give you more reasons as to why you would uh, subscribe to us on there. Um, hey, and we want to give even more reasons. <laughs> well, and the what ifs would be so so cool, but then that means we have to work it into scheduling. Uh, we uh-huh. have to pick and choose like what days would be what. Ken, mainly Ken, like he would probably ask for our opinion and maybe like some ideas from us, but it would be mainly Ken would have to put in the effort to build the what if scenario and choose which ones would ha- be impactful and meaningful and fun to go through. Um, and so there's just there's a lot of work behind it and podcasting and playing D D is easy to an extent, but there's already so much work that goes on. Um, right now as is the adding another thing with no like payoff for us literally and metaphorically it just it's it's not conducive to our sanity or our abilities right now like with all of us having mm. having real jobs and the podcast being the success that it is but not quite successful to the point where it's comfortable to donate time to on a massive scale as fun as that idea sounds because we talk about it so much and i want to do them so bad but oh yeah and there's there's part of me that thinks like if when when we get a big stockpile built back up to like just take a night and be like let's just do like a one-shot what if and throw it out to people and be like hey this is the thing that we maybe were thinking about doing and uh if you like it let us know and uh we'll do it but it's going to be on a patreon thing and then that would honestly what we would have to do is like almost make it a, a Patreon subscriber stretch goal. We'd have to put it as one of our goals that once we have X amount of patrons, we will start doing that's, this extra show. That's a genius idea. Yeah. Because then it's it, it gives us a little more... It, it shows that there's incentive for us to do it. Because we yeah. want to do it, but like between families and work and and already podcast stuff like is it going to be worth it to do it i think i think that's the best way to put Mm -hmm. it maybe and we would just have to i mean we'd have to plug the shit out of it relatively frequently i guess because i mean we got a lot of twitter followers we get a decent amount of listens but based on uh listenership i mean what are the odds that somebody who's heard the original episode is even going to hear the what if episode and so it would have to be something where we'd almost have to be like hey here's what actually happened here's uh what could have happened and we'd like to make this into its its own series but if we're to do that um we want to do it for uh, Patreon people as like a little something extra to say thank you for what you're doing for us. We'd like to do this for you. Also, we can't do it at current because real life sucks. And so we need your help. And so we'd have to set it at like a goal of X amount of Patreon people. Right. See, I, I like that idea though. But I do too. It gives incentive for people to join because there's, you know, if they're already, you know, liking what we're doing and they want to see more of it done, then then help us make it happen. So, if you're out there on Patreon and you're listening to us, which Nick has said before, I don't know that you listen to the Raw episodes, and that's okay. We honestly... We're gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna have us workshop it, and starting in 2021, we might just change raw episodes to uh, like warm up. 
and it'll just be the pre-show. Because I don't know that anyone gives a shit about it being raw, which is fine. Again, if you're out there and you're listening, you do give a shit, let us know. Um, I guess that'll be that could be something that we could post on um, Patreon also for currently at time of recording our two patrons um, and see if they have any feelings on the matter. Uh, but yeah, we just we wanna we wanna do cool stuff for you guys, and uh, we wanna make things worthwhile for you guys. But we also and I just love the I I, I love the concept because I I when I'm doing my planning and stuff, I'm constantly creating these possible scenarios in my head for what could happen. And, you know, so uh, getting to do like an episode where we just go completely off, like, all right, well, let's see what, what happened in alternate universe a where, you know, Trevor never died. Yeah. What, what, how do, how do things change? So just to, just to make note of this, I, I think, since our anniversary episode is going to be a whole bunch of talking about stuff like this should be part of that. So that way all of our, all of our list, all of our listeners can listen to it and hear this too. And maybe we'll get, maybe we'll get more feedback. Oh, you want, you want this whole actual conversation or do you want us to just have this no, conversation again? We, we can have it again. Okay during during that when we when we talk about things i'm I'm making note of it right now yeah that'll be good that's that's actually that's good because i i was i i want i want us to kind of talk um for that anniversary episode I, I i almost want us to do it like linearly so like we'll talk about like where we came from where we're at now and then right. any ideas for the future um, to kind of round out the show with shit to talk about. Um, well, I'm, I'm just marking that down in no specific order, so we can we can plan that out a little bit better before it gets. Here. Yeah, no, that's that's good. Um, I just uh, if if we were to do a uh, a one off, I think what would be really good. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. Ken Ken could devise whatever he wants to on his end but i think what would be really good is like what if just as a jumping off point like we'd want to make it interesting excuse me i'm very gassy in my throat apparently um (laughs) we'd want to make it interesting uh to kind of pull people in and make them want more to show them what they would be uh so maybe it's not the best option but i know one of the what ifs that i would like to do uh would just be like uh, almost like character personalities. Like, what? What if Harkos? Um, what if the pirates raised him instead of the monastery? Like, he still did monk stuff because the pirates visited oh, the monastery a bunch. But what if Harkos was a bit more of a hard ass because he was raised by pirates on the ley lines and he wasn't bullied at the monastery? Oh, that'd be cool. And like Trevor could make what? If, what if Trevor was more snooty because he's rich? Like just kind of just kind of flip your character on a set. I'm not saying you have to do that, Brad. That's just the first thing that popped into my head, because that seems like the I don't, I don't know if Trevor. I could. 
That seems like no. The you're right. You're right. But oh god, I'd have to put some thought into that. Not really. I think you have plenty of uh, pull in your back pocket from certain inspirations. <laughs> that's fair. That's that's definitely fair. But see the because because. I would almost see like if if that was if that was Trevor, I would almost see it as like an ant cigar type symbol. Like Trevor would just show up and be like, "Yes, I am. I am here to help you, and you should thank me." Yes, only ten gold per cobalt. Well, it's not worth my time then. And like, <laughs> you, you will definitely have to up my pay for for me being here. And and Harkos, maybe I wouldn't make him a monk. Maybe that would be something that I I would do different. Maybe I would just I would alter. Maybe I'd just make him a fighter, so that I'm still like a punchy boy. But I'm I'm more rough and tumble than than dexterous. Bar, barbarian, barbarian. Harkos. Oh God, that's <laughs> that scares me, man. Barbarian's one of the classes just because I don't do melee so, melee so well. Barbarian's one of the classes that scares me the most because it, it it feels like it's too simple to fuck up, but I'd find a way. <laughs> I just play it like bread. Uh, hit me. <laughs> I rage. Pretty much. I just have to remember. What, gonna, Nick, what are you doing on your turn? I rage. I, I do that. <laughs> I do that thing, and then I hit. I, then I I make I make stabbies. And I hit things and try to get things to hit me. <laughs> yeah, it could definitely be cool. We'll we'll definitely we'll as at, we'll have to drill down at, on that sometime after the i was new gonna year. say that that might be a thing that, that we look into at the start of 20 we'll, we'll we'll make sure new year is new ideas unless something big ever happens because we we started heroes uh in 2020 and boy the fuck did we need them um <laughs> and so maybe we'll we'll test run that idea by the audience and stuff and we'll that gives us ample time to talk about it and work shit out and everything and and as long as recording sessions go relatively according to plan uh we should have a decent backlog um rebuilt by then not that we're severely lacking as as is right now but uh if we keep up at this pace as this is more for the audience i know i've already told you too if we keep up at this pace we run out of episodes so we're trying to get back into the swing of uh pre-baby recording sessions as best as we can <laughs> yes as best as we can <laughs> but we're we're a little bit better about it now as far as scheduling wise it's just a matter of issues like i mean in hopefully every time we do two episodes ken's computer doesn't crash uh right yeah because because oh, that God. that always that easily something. ate 20 to 30 minutes which is yeah. i mean that's that's no one's fault it can't be helped if your computer nope. wants to be a dickhead your computer's gonna be a dickhead um but it won't happen every time and I mean, on on that subject, if we don't have a ton to talk about, and we are kind of crunched, and I'm, I mean, we're uh, Nick wonders how much these get listened to and stuff. Do we, do we want to shorten pre-show a little bit here? Since I mean, 
I, 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 yeah, I think, I think we're good. To I jump gassed in. a lot. I mean, I had a lot to say. I know y'all listened a lot, but if Ken's ready and we're getting to a point where it's going to be pretty fucking late when we finish, Brad's got to work in the morning. So, yep. And I got to pee again. Yeah. All right. Oh, he bathrooms and we'll get her underway. Okay. I moved all my shame dice back over with the rest. They're still by themselves. They're close <laughs> to the rest of the group. I'm going to give them a shot. They get a. They get a taste of what being with the rest is like. They're again. going all these these seven, the seven weird. That's what did it. That's what fucking did it. Talk about the boys, and then I got a fucking group over here of soups that decided to fuck me. Um, <laughs> these will be the first d twenties I roll to try and give them their shot in the sunlight again. So if my first seven fucking rolls suck. Oh, God. Which, scarily enough, for Harkos, seven rolls is at most three turns. It could be less. Because I get two spears and a melee, but if I flurry of blows, I get two spears and two melees. That's nuts. See, this is why melee characters can scare me, because I watch you guys play them all the time, and then you'll get done and be like, oh, I gimped myself out of like 66 damage, because I didn't do this, 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 add this, or do this. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Which I realize you guys also multi-class <laughs> and, and spec the shit out of your guys, whereas I would be more than likely vanilla, as I am with most of my characters, but. Right, Harkos does he deals out some good fucking yes, damage. Do. So especially now that I got this spear, and, that helps. That that crit felt so fucking good. Oh yeah. No, you know, it, each time that you've done it, I'm like, man, <laughs> I like maybe I should maybe I should have not done that thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> give you give you this crazy shit. Like, well, every every so but, often it's know, not scary. Now that I have two attacks, if I'm able, if I can, if I can manage to crit with both spear attacks, and if I was doing that frequently, I'd probably agree with you. The fact that it's happened seldomly, I'm like, oh no, I think you made it okay uh, time. But, I think I think you th- this. I think that was the second crit yeah. that you've had with it since getting it. I mean, really, but we but haven't been like, in a ton know, of fights. Th- is the thing. So it feels it feels like yeah. I've I've got it a lot. Sure, it feels good for you. And then I look at I look at the health pool of my enemies. Go, <laughs> oh okay. I'm back. <clears throat> All right, we ready? Yep. Yes, sir. Oh, last time. Sorry, I didn't know what that noise was, but I didn't like it. I think it Brad was... opened a power raid. <laughs> yep. It just it sounded like really really nasty knuckles popping. <laughs> Last time on Rolling in the Geek. The team catches up with Jorik, and he tells them that Gwork is the one that got information that stuff was going to happen in Aramorn, and that they all decided to come and help. Gwork asks Trevor to come with him. Oh, God damn it. Gwork asks Trevor to come with her because she has to speak with him alone about something. They go into an alleyway, and she reveals herself to be Davidia, the Herald of Numerath. After a somewhat long discussion, she redisguises herself and they all rejoin their fellows. The B team heads up the stairs 
and after opening the door, are greeted by Pylorvo and Reemgar. They talk shit to her, and she talks shit back. <laughs> after a long back and forth, they eventually, finally, fight. Reemgar can't hit any of them for shit, and Trevor makes sure that Pylorvo can't buff him up. They chip away at Reemgar, and after he gets close to death, Pylorvo says that that is enough, and then she turns Reemgar to ash and uses the energy from him to take herself into her true Methuselah form. And that is where we pick back up. Bum, bum, so, bum. so you you all just had to, like, change your view to, like, a 45-degree angle to be able to look up at uh, Pylorvo's true form. Uh... But she stands very tall in front of you and just stares as fire ripples off of the back of her horns. Trevor, it is your turn in the initiative. Oh, dear. No pressure. Um, no pressure. Well, let's start out with uh, Spirit Guardians. Okay. So... Give me a wisdom save. Okay. Preferably don't make it. That is a 29 wisdom save. Listen, Ken. I just I I nicely said said to you just a second ago like literally a second ago. Okay. What what did you think the older than ancient dragon was going to do, Brad? I I'm not saying I don't expect her to have a high wisdom. I was saying I expected Ken to roll shit. And I expect her to have a high damn near everything. <laughs> My expectation was not of the character, it was of the DM. <laughs> Oh yeah, shame on you, Ken, for not lying to Brad. Okay, let's let's be for real here. I rolled a natural twenty, <laughs> so it's not like she rolled a five and got a twenty-nine. It's just, I mean, <laughs> yeah. So again, I didn't expect her to have some, you know, some shitty save. I expected you to roll shit. Listen, we 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 were supposed to be on the same page here. Hey, that was last episode. This is a whole No, 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 no. She didn't roll <laughs> shit last episode. But fucking Reemgar rolled shit last episode. Hey, did, this is her turn. Did you did you hear that? Shitty dice. Ken said it's a whole new episode. So behave yourselves. Go ahead and, and roll up your half damage. That is 14, so 7. Okay. Little old lady's on her back, just beating her with a purse. (laughs) (laughs) Just dinking her for 7 damage. (laughs) Uh, Next is Lanros. I... And so what he is going to do... Oh, no, I closed shard. No! Hold on. 
Oh no! Oh no! Let me get back in here. So that I don't can... know if you want to do it or not, but I'm pretty sure you they have a red dragon that you could drop in her spot there if you wanted to give us a little more terror on the shard screen. That's not, that's not <laughs> you, Is that what no. you want? No, no. I, it's, it's up to you. I was just mentioning. Which actually, I was planning on doing that. I just no you, uh, no, you weren't. I did not actually mean to close you, to close you out shard. Though you weren't planning on doing that. <laughs> there, I took care of it. No, it didn't happen. Now it happened. Ah. You listen here. You leave Harkos alone. Who hey. What hey. What Where'd she go? I don't appreciate this. <laughs> Put me back. Put me back right now. Don't behave. There we are. Nope. Jimmy, this is, is intimidating. She, she's not there, Ken. Oh, she's still hidden. There we go. There we go. Now we can see her. It's not as not as intimidating in terms of scale as I actually wanted her to be, but that's fine. Uh, so it is Landros's turn. And he is going to. Yeah. I pinged for no reason. <laughs> hey, Brad, can you check how far can uh, the spirit weapon move? The spirit weapon. I want to say it's like can 20 move. or 30. I think 20. So I think it's not quite player movement. <clears throat> As a bonus action on your turn, you can move the weapon up to 20 feet. Ha <laughs> ha! Okay. Take that, Kencyclopedia. That's not fair. I only yeah. remember because we use it. All right. So. That's my. He is going to. That's my. Uh, 
for my spirit guardians. Okay. Uh, so Landros, uh, Landros takes a mighty swing with his maul, and it hits against the scales and just bounces off. Oh dear. The spiritual weapon. What is that? A twenty-one, and does not hit. Ouch. Well, Harkos, I'm sorry. <laughs> this, this big girl this is the real shit now. Uh, so, Landros is done. That makes it Harkos. Okay. Um, uh, I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> oh, Lord, it's getting real bad. Why is Harkos underneath everything now? That's okay. Whatever. I can grab his name badge. Good thing my name's long as shit. Okay, so I'm going to move <laughs> right up there on the right side uh, in her face because I hate myself. Okay. And I'm going to go ahead and miss a couple times if that's okay with you, Ken. No. It's 14 total. Okay, uh, no. All right. That's nine total. Jesus. That's a 19 on the dice. That's 26 total. Okay. That cool does with my punch that does a D6 worth of damage. Oh, shit. Where's my monk stuff? Hey, Ken. Mm-hmm. Will you perform a con save, please? Key? I'm sure you'll be fine, but I'd like you to do that. <laughs> that is another 29. Oh, my God. Surprisingly enough, that doesn't make it. <laughs> oh, wow. Damn. Yeah, I did some behind-the-scenes editing of Harkos. Um that's I hope, I hope that's okay <laughs> con, con is is her big one yeah 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 get out of here no I'll, I'll save that for when I'm dealing more damage just so I can do it all at once uh, so nine slashing damage Okay. 
All good? Nope, but I'm done. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Phil... 15, 20, 20. Okay, so he gets up into the fray as well. Stands right next to land between Landros and, and Harkos. And he's going to make his attacks. And that is a 14 total. And that is another 14 total. Uh yeah, so that's uh that's what he got. The end of the round is when Zuriel will act. And uh, you hear uh, like a bolt-action rifle nice. loading sound from behind you. And... Oh, oh, Zuriel. Hits oh. Phil in the back of the oh, head Zuriel. right in the brainstem, knocking him to the floor, <laughs> paralyzed. Oh, she, uh, she crit. Yeah! That's a good start. Your bad noises totally sound expect... the same as your good noises. That's I, I know. that's what we I ex- like to keep things. That's what we expect from a, a steampunk magic sniper. <laughs> okay. Do, do, do. I have to double check the damage on this. Um, it's a lot. Just just it's a lot. I I don't think that it's an in, it's it's definitely not an insignificant amount of damage. Well, yeah. So take that and like triple it. She's got her her hacks running for no recoil. (laughs) She's a good player. She's a good player. It doesn't matter that she has no recoil. She's a good player. God damn it. Where did I put her shirt? There it is. Okay, so... All right. Where'd all my D6? They're there. She deals 64 damage. Damn. Uh, so you you hear this thing go off. It, it sounds like a literal cannon going off behind you. And you see this blue streak of... It almost looks like a lightning projectile. Fires off. Hits Pylorvo. And... Like sets itself into her scales. Damn. Uh, and 
she actually looks weaker now. Like, something happened. You said sets itself in her scales? Yeah, so it's actually, like, embedded in her scales. Is it close to where we're at? No. No? Okay. I, I see what you're getting at now. Okay. Uh, Trevor, it is your turn. Or wait, nope, uh, it's Pilar. Oh, no, turn. too late. You done said it. Nope. <laughs> All right. So, I need everybody to perform a wisdom save. No. Twenty-six. Okay. I got one of those numbers. <laughs> okay, so this is where things start to get bad. I got six. Uh, Phil <coughs> just starts shaking. And Harkos, you lock eyes with Pylorvo. And you are terrified. Shocker. You were under <coughs> the frightened condition. Uh, so, unfortunately, on your turns, you have to try to get the fuck yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been here before. <coughs> Knock that shit off. And? I'm dying over here. <coughs> Die quieter. Damn. Oh. What? Ouch. What? All right. Landros. Landros. And Trevor. Yep, that hits. Okay, so two hits on Landros. And then Trevor does a uh, 25 hit you. Just barely, you know. It's okay. Real close. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you see her take two big bites out of Lanros and he looks bad. Oh boy. Instantly. Uh, and then Trevor. Uh, that is 12 slashing damage. The bite is much worse than the bark. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You got a claw. Uh, but Trevor, that now makes it your turn. I called you butt, Trevor. So, I'm probably going to regret this. I'm going to drop my spirit guardians for, for another concentration. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm going to dump my last second level spell. And use calm emotions. What is the save? 
you attempt to suppress strong emotions in a group of people, each humanoid in a 20-foot radius sphere, centered on a point you Not choose. a humanoid. I'm not using it on her. I'm using it on Harkos, Phil, and Lanros. Okay. It gets rid of fear. Oh. 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 <laughs> you can suppress any effect causing a target to be charmed or frightened. Wow. Good call. Is it though? So, yeah. So, they don't have to make a save, though, yeah? If I'm casting it on them? I don't think so. Okay. Because it says if if when when my effect ends, if her effect is still technically up, it'll resume, but mine's mm-hmm. mine lasts up to a minute. So, okay. So I mean that's well, something. Uh, I think Well then. Was not I did not see that one coming. So, kudos. Unfortunately, right. that that just negated a big chunk of my damage. So. Yeah, I was going to say... It's on you, Harkos! I was going to say, you're over here saying, uh, I, I think it's a pretty good call, yet you just got rid of the key player from two episodes ago. Meanwhile, I've been rolling ones, twos, sevens, and fours. Well, with the occasional 15 uh, and 19 thrown in. So, let me get rid of my thing there. And then... All right, is that what you what you got then? Yep, that's what I got. All right, it is Landros's turn. He's going to try to do his 1-2 on her. So, main attack. Hey! All right, so that is a 23, and that will hit. All right, he does 11 damage. And uh, as he pulls... He strikes her with the the ramhead maul, and as he pulls it away, you can see that that little chunk of purple, uh, purple goo, that she formed into a spike on the front, uh-huh. is left embedded in the scales. Oh, nice! And again, this looks like it has some sort of effect that. Actually, looks weaker. So after Lanros, it is Harkos's turn. <clears throat> okay, and I'm not scaredy pants anymore. Nope. Nope. Okay. <sighs> Doggy, that's nineteen plus seven. So it's 26. Okay, it hits. <laughs> That's a natural 20. Yay! Oh, boy. Just just so the audience knows. Um, I don't... I, don't I, I said this in, in, our, in our pre-show talks. Uh, I'm using all the dice that misbehaved last time first to give them another chance in the sun which <laughs> has proven to be not the wisest choice up until this point there's some that feel upset uh and are going for a redemption arc so uh the punch 
is a 22 to hit. Okay, yes. I am going to burn a key point to do Flurry of Blows. Okay. Hey, I, I have a, a quick question. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for Ken. Uh, can mm-hmm. can I tell Kingsley to assist Harkos? I if you had said it on your on turn, that turn. would have been great. Okay, okay, nope, that's that's fine because then I'll do it on my next. It, turn. We 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 already established within the the world that if you you normally a familiar is supposed to have its own turn, but since uh, that would be kind of a bitch to keep track of, right. then we just you know leave it nope, how it is that's that's fine yeah, i just i wanted to i wanted to check and then i'll just make sure to do it this next turn. uh second one is a 23 i got 16 on that die which okay. then i'm gonna do brutal accuracy which adds more dabblage there okay so first spear attack is do you want me to just give this to you in pieces uh, give, give me the give me the total the total, total total okay so there's gonna be some some math in here for nick so there's that one it's the first attack and then that's gonna be that roll this that's there and then i got the 2d6 because that was a crit I just threw those everywhere except where they were supposed to go. (laughs) Okay. And then I got two melee attacks that are D6s. Oh, shit. But that's plus. Okay, so there's those. And then this last one is just the D6 damage from. Oh, God. Bear with me. I got a D6 down. D6 down. (laughs) so far. (sighs) Apologies for the noise, editor. Nick, you threw your fucking die across the room. (laughs) Okay. So... That and that. Sixty four points of damage. God damn, nice. And Arcos making up for last last session. <laughs> Enjoy it while it's here. <laughs> all right. Uh, you all good? Yes. Okay. I've done all I can do. Phil's turn. That's uh, a 16 that is not going to hit. that is uh 19 total that will hit i don't know if you guys have been noticing ac has been slowly dropping okay 
There is a mechanic here. I I thought it yeah, was. I as, know. As, Why you gotta call me out uh, like that? <laughs> puns. I thought uh, when you said that like she was looking weaker, I was like, I wonder if that means AC stuff. And honestly, people have been hitting high enough that it wasn't until the nineteen that I had that confirmed, and then obviously you verbally yeah. confirmed it. But I I will I will talk about the the uh, I. Uh, game mechanics <laughs> that I have been using for this in Under, Under the Trench Coat. The trench so. With Rolling and the Geek. Uh, Alright, so that is Phil's turn. And now it is Pylorbo's turn. Does the Zuriel do anything? Oh wait, no, yeah, you're right. Oh, you are right. I, I don't want to die yet. So Zuriel is going to actually hold for a moment. Okay. Uh, as she is not sure what her next best course of action is. No, no, she wouldn't. She's going to take a shot. She's taking her shot. Uh, so that is a 24 and that will hit she's I, I was I'm, I'm trying to play her strategically and she is not uh, that is not her she is more emotional and uh, off the cuff than that oh now I have a d6 down oh hey I found it because I stepped on it when I tried to move my foot I found mine too but I smacked it deeper under the table All right, so you hear another shot go off and another streak of uh, blue lightning projectile that strikes into uh, strikes into the scales. And she deals 27 points of damage. Uh, so that makes it Pylorvo's turn, who... Uh, Sorry, I am setting something up here just so that I have it for my future reference. <clears throat> I don't like your future reference there. Well, I want to... Rotate this. Oh, there we go. Hmm. Hmm. There should be. There's usually a little so box attached to it that you can spin. Yeah, I I got it. 
Can you get? Can you guys not it's see not, it? Nope, it's not, not now. Spun the uh, the right way on my screen. Huh. I don't even That's see fun. it now on my screen. It's it's a. It's oh, there above. we go. Now it's I see it. Her. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, I agree. It's not spun the right way. Hey, so Leonros, Phil, and Harkos need to make a dexterity saving throw. This I'm okay with. He says before he fucks it up. <laughs> good, good job, Phil. Lucky Damn. fucking Harkos. Uh, so I got Phil got a twenty-one and Landros got a dirty twenty. Hell yeah! I got a twenty-six. Damn. Okay, so all three pass. It spun uh, and tried to land on one. Uh, <laughs> and I was very disheartened and I almost looked away and said I got fucking eight. But then it, it, it flipped to 19. It saw all the shamed dice looking down upon it and got, got <laughs> scared. <laughs> Don't be like us. For the audience members wondering what Brad so, and I were talking about, there is a um, a cone wait. shape on the on the the map now. God damn um, it, Ken! Near the dragon, which I don't know if you can put cones and dragons together, but doesn't spell for happy times. One more. One more, he says. Okay, so before your half damage for the save, it is 74 damage. Jesus. Uh, after the save, it is 37. Okay. I. Uh, after the cloud of flame uh, dissipates you can see that Landros is down no uh, and uh, Phil does not look awesome so that makes it Trevor's turn Uh, so first of all, Kingsley, help Harkos. Oh, uh, Harkos, actually speaking of what you hit with your spear, right? Because that you got the crit on that. Yeah. Uh, so that purple that she put over the tip of your spear is no longer on the tip of your spear. Okay, I was going to ask when it got to my turn because I was it, feeling pretty jealous. Yeah, it it broke off and is you can see it now wedged within the dragon scales. I'm it's sorry. okay. I meant to I meant to say I meant to say that earlier. There's I do a lot apologize. happening. So, having Kingsley help Harkos. And then I'm I'm going to look over and with my bonus action say Landros, no sleeping on the job and healing word him. Okay. 
four. That'll give him seven points of health. Okay. He's back up. And then I'm gonna and then I'm gonna try to hit her with the spiky bit. Of okay. that she put on make my your, thing. Make your melee attack. That's a nat twenty. Oh damn. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, it's fine. All of you all of you can't roll for shit in the previous fight, and then all of a sudden there's a big dragon. Here come the good rolls. Like, like I talked with you before this fight started, and and you didn't want to go with the shitty roll thing, so I mean I will it's only fair. Tell you to not your face right now, Ken. If you just scared any of my future dice rolls. <laughs> We're gonna have problems. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, they. I mean, they. They were eight. Eighteen points of damage. Eighteen points yep. damage. Eighteen points of damage. Okay. It's, I mean, it's not sixty-four, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I just I attack so many times. It's not fair. Uh, War monk is best monk. I I love him. <laughs> he makes me so happy. Uh. So you take your hit, and uh, you see that, uh, again, that little spike of purple goo gets wedged into the dragon scales. Okay. Uh, So after Trevor is Lanros, uh, who is going to uh, heal himself. (laughs) Because he's in pretty bad shape. That is not awesome. That is super not cool. See, you can fail a heal. Yes, that <laughs> is exactly what just happened. Uh, I There was one of the three was good. It was seven, two, and one. So not great. Uh, but then he will use his bonus action to have the spiritual weapon attack, and it misses. Uh, so after Landros is Harkos. Um, so is, is, is indulging in a potion, uh, that's a action, yes? Okay, yes. that's that's what I'm doing. Cause, uh, okay, with advantage. What? With advantage. <laughs> with, I don't. Kingsley's helping you. How's he helping me <laughs> drink a? Get the fuck out of here. Go away. Well, I didn't get as mad as Landrose did, so I get. I mean, it's it's something because it was four d four plus four, right? For the graders. Yes. Okay, I need to expend expunge one of these from my sheet. Also, bloop. Uh, that's my turn because my my fucking martial arts only triggers if I make an attack. Yep, with a 
a weapon mm-hmm. weapon, so. I hucked the empty bottle at her. <laughs> it digs off of the scales just, and just falls into the floor shatters. Okay. She then steps on it and gets, like, a little short of glass and the pad of her foot goes, ow. Dies immediately. <laughs> it actually, he- there's just a droplet of the healing potion left, so, like, whatever damage it did also heals itself. <laughs> so, you know. All right, you all yep. good? Phil's turn. Natural 20. Damn. Oh, sure. You can't roll good in the last fight, and but then, then Big 15. Bad Dragon comes out. You start rolling that 20. Yep. He then, he then missed the second attack. So <laughs> I, know, feel for, I feel for you, Phil. Uh, he deals 13 damage, and then he is going to use his bonus action to uh use second wind heal himself for is that 11 uh and then that also heals uh heals all of you for seven Yay. I need all I can get. As he as he shouts out like, guys, we're almost to the end of this. We just have to finish her off. We got this. There's part of me. I don't want to be mean to Phil. We're not on the greatest of terms right now. There's a big part of me that wants to go, you don't know that. You have no way of knowing this. You barely fought any kobolds, let alone their mother. All right. Uh, so great grandmother. Uh, it, it you do see the the little purple bits off of Phil's Morning Star do get lodged in there. That actually happened last turn, but we'll just canonically say it happened this time. Uh, and now it is Zuriel's turn. Uh, you hear her say, "Uh, heads up, guys," and then. Uh, you hear something kind of sail through the air and land uh, kind of right behind uh, uh, let's say it lands kind of like right next to Phil uh, and you hear uh, glass shatter I And as the glass shatters, you see this white mist form up in the air. And then little tendrils of it start pushing themselves into you and heals you each for 23 points. Oh, shit. Fuck me running. Uh, it is now Pylorvo's turn. And Breath Weapon does not recharge. Oh, damn it. <laughs> says does not recharge. No, I was hoping it came back. It was fun the last time he says lying. <laughs> uh, so he is going to make attacks and who is he going to Oop. make she is going to make attacks on 
that is, oh, I'm rolling the wrong random dice. So that is, uh, that is Landros and Harkos. I want to, I want to put myself between Harkos and, and her. You can't do that. No, I'm, do, I'm doing that. No, you can't. But, but I am. No, you're not. Yeah, you're saying no. I. Uh, <laughs> so that is an 18 total that will hit Landros. Uh, and then Harkos, that is a 22. Yeah. Does 15 damage to Lanros, who is looking rough again. And then Harkos. Ooh, okay. Seven? <laughs> not not great on that one. I, Harkos uh, shouts out, so Phil this just is, gave me those! The, this is what you notice, is that at this point, she looks uh, lethargic and shaky uh, as she takes these bites. That that premi- that that force of will that was happening earlier. That as she was chowing down and slamming claws into you, it's it's gone. That is very lazy almost now. Uh, and you hear her kind of mutter to herself, what have you done? What is this? What? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tear you open. Uh, and Trevor, it is your turn. <clears throat> uh, you said Landros is looking not so good. Yeah, Landros is uh, Landros is not great. All right, I'll use my last first level and cure wounds him. Okay. Uh, that is twelve points of health. Oh, hey! I actually doubled him by doing that. I uh, okay. Anything else? Um. I'm going to, as as I'm touching him to heal him, I'm going to look at her again and go, again, you wanted to see what we were capable of. You don't seem to be enjoying this much. No, I'm done. All right, it is Lanros's turn. He does not have a ton left that he can do. Uh, so he's going to stick with his, his one, two. I got to play him, play him right. Not great. Hey, the spirit weapon finally hit. <laughs> 
for nine damage. Uh, and that takes it to Harkos. Um, you know me. Get it? Uh, fuck math. Seven. Uh, makes eighteen. Yeah, eighteen. For that. Uh, that hits. Oh, Remember, you get advantage. Oh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for that. So oh, not to be no, this I guy. Don't. You didn't yeah. tell. You didn't tell Kingsley to help this turn. That was last turn. Oh, I told him last turn. Yep. Oh. oh fuck! So that that was that was seventeen because I rolled a ten. Okay, that still okay. hits. Okay, well, punchy punch. Natural twenty on a punch. Y yay! <laughs> uh, and I'll burn my final key point for flurry of blows. Because why the fuck not? Uh, that's another 17. Okay. And brutal accuracy. So, uh, we got the D8s. Which is... But that's plus four on each of those. And then the punch is a D6 plus four. Fuck yeah. And then that's crit was if it's d6 plus 4, it's 10 plus my roll. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I did that right, and then I just roll one more d6. There's that. Okay. So that's that. That's that. That's 20, and then those two together. Which is 25, which is 25 and 6, 51. Dang it. Nice. I rolled high on a lot of that shit. <laughs> I got a like my I rolled the same d6 just because I don't know what I did. Oh, there they are. I didn't know what I did with my other ones, and it came down to six two of the three times, which I was very appreciative for. Obviously. Okay. All right. All set. Uh, yes. Because that's that's it. Okay. Phil. Misses and gets a one. So that's. You know what? He's action surging. Fuck this. Uh, God damn it, Phil. There we go. One out of four. Jeez. It deals nine damage. Not. Good, good job, Phil. Uh, so, end of the round, it is Zuriel's turn. Uh, she's going to try to line up another shot. 
which goes way off to the left <laughs> and stri- strikes a wall. You hear, ah, shit. <laughs> and then this is the upsetting thing that you have kind of gotten. You've heard this a few times now that the rhythm is off and you hear as she attempts to hit the bolt action that it jams about halfway and she goes, oh, no. Oh. Yay. It is Pylorvo's turn. Breath weapon recharges. Nah. Yay. So this is what happens. You see her kind of like look over across everyone and go, I will not die like this. And she starts to perform her breath weapon and then swallows it back down. Wait, what? Which which you see what the side effect of this is that the pressure starts to push out the purple chunks that you've embedded inside of her. Oh, dear. With three of them fully pushing out and dropping to the floor. Quick, pick them back up like a puzzle. Just (laughs) shove them back in. Trevor, it's your turn. Uh, By the way, each time that that, like, there was little spouts of flame from inside of her as, like, that's what was actually pushing them out. That she, like, I I don't know if I explained that clearly enough, but, like, she started to do the breath weapon and instead of releasing it, like, contained it, and then it blew those chunks out from inside of her. Um, is any of those chunks right in front of me? Uh, high or low? You rolling it or am I rolling it? I'm rolling it. Uh, high. Okay, I am sorry. That is a three. Damn. So no. No. You would have to move, which would incite an attack of opportunity. Gotcha. Uh, oh, shit. Um, okay, so... Telling Kingsley to help Harkos. Okay. Can I can I just tell him to permanently help Harkos? <laughs> no. Damn it. <laughs> I wa- you gotta remember your shit. Yo. Remember this question, Ken, on Saturdays when there's shit that we forget. <laughs> we just, can we just permanently have this happen all the time? And then I'm gonna I'll booming blader. Okay. That is a twenty-two. Uh yes, that does hit. 
10 points of damage total. Okay. She is looking rough that you have cut through and broken off and shattered a great number of her scales. Wonderful. Uh, after Trevor is Landros. He's going to do his old one-two. The curse comes back, so that's fine. Uh, Harkos. Yep. Um. Do I see a piece of poopy on the ground? A uh, uh, purple. High or low? High. Yes, there is a piece in front of you. Uh, it was actually your piece that came off. So if if I pick it up and try to put it on the tip of my spear, is it malleable like when Zuriel did it? Okay, yes. Okay, I would like to do that. I will say that if you want to reaffix it, I will make you use a bonus action. Yeah. I was going to say a bonus action. Oh, a bonus action. Oh, you're so kind. What do you have planned that's going to fuck me in a minute? It. <laughs> I, I could make it an huh? action. I could make it an action. There's part of me that feels more comfortable with that, but no. <laughs> I appreciate the bonus action. Um, so, uh, then I will attempt to make stabby stabs. With advantage, Brad. Okay. So the first one's a 19. Uh, the second one is not a 19. 19 Didn't does not so. hit. Second hit. First one's a nat 20. Yeah, nice. I like this white die. This one's behaving because the cream colored die is watching him. <laughs> okay, and my punches are bonus actions, so don't do those. So it's just this boy, which is 8 and 4 is 12. Uh, yes? The set, You didn't give advantage on the second attack, huh? right? Yeah, just I, rolled I just, just rolled, rolled a natural 20? Okay, um, okay. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that I didn't miss something. No, I, I, I rolled, the first one got uh, 12 and 7 for 19, and then the second roll was a 4, and then I rolled the white die and got a 20 off the bat. Okay. Um, so 8 and 4 is 12, plus 6 is 18, and then 2d6. So that's 30. Okay. And that's my turn. All right. Uh, so she is going to do something that is potentially hazardous. Oh, yeah, like everything's been pretty potentially hazardous. <laughs> That she pushes herself back up against the wall so that she can get as big of an arc as possible. And we all get attacks of opportunity? She... Yes. Oh, buddy! Oh, dip. Question. Okay, uh, Landros does not hit. I rolled another Bill. nat 20. 
does hit. Okay. Uh, Harkos, you had a, yeah, you had my, a question? My turn is ended. Is Kingsley still assisting me? Uh, the first attack is the assist. Oh, like, got the it. The oh, help only applies to the turn. first attack. Duh, I fucking knew that. Yes. That's why you asked if the first roll was a... Got it. Okay. 20 points of damage for me. Okay. I got 15 and then plus 7, so 22. Yes, that okay. hits. So D8 4. Are you fucking serious? I can't put a die down this tower to save my life. <laughs> uh, 9 <laughs> points of piercing damage. I'm going to go look for a D8 real quick. <laughs> Okay. Everybody make dexterity saves. I will endeavor to make a dexterity save. That is a 18. Okay. Uh, hmm. It happened. What what happened? The luck she runneth out. Oh no. It's a natural one. Oh god. On a die that I haven't even rolled this session. I think I rolled it last week. Didn't roll it this time. I and Landorus, what did you get? I don't know. You're Landorus. Or not Landorus, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Trevor. I got an 18. Okay. So nobody made it. Oh, dear. That's not true. Zuriel did. Zuriel Zer- has left herself outside of the range of this. Oh, how fucking smart of her. Not a great start, but okay. Comes in at 66 damage. Oh. I'm. Is anyone still up? I'm down. Nope. Hey. Uh. Landros is is down and Phil is down. Oh, it is only Zuri. The spirit weapon's still away. <laughs> So this is what happens here. You all, your vision fades as this blackened fire pours over you. Hey, real quick question. 
Mm-hmm. Is that all necrotic damage? It's half and half. Is some of that fire? Uh, so 33 of it would be fire. So I can negate 16? You can you, you can negate 15 of it. 15 of it? No, 16. No, you're right. 16. That puts me up... I was negative 11. So that puts <laughs> me up 5 HP, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm not down. <laughs> Damn. Fucking Trevor. Him. It's not why we rezzed him. It's because Nick's a baby. <laughs> uh, so this blackened fire comes pouring over everybody. Uh, Trevor, as you look around, you see your entire team laid out in a smoldering mass. What do you do? Uh, so they're all in the, the arrangement that they are right there. Yes. Yes. And me moving isn't going to do anything as long as I don't move out of her range. Correct. Correct. So I'm going to move to here. Okay. And I'm going to put my shield up and grab a hold of my weapon and say I've died once and if I need to die again that is fine but I will to my last breath protect my friends is there a is there a uh, one of them bits by chance close to me High or low? Uh, low this time. Good call. That's an eight. Okay. So I'm going to affix it to my hammer then. You said that's a bonus? Yes. Kingsley! <laughs> I'm going to swing at her. Okay. Yeah? We good? Yep. Okay. Go, go ahead. That is a four on the first roll. That is an 18 on the second roll plus my eight. So 26. Wait. That hits. Yeah, 26. Nine points of damage plus whatever with the spiky bit. So. Okay. Now. This is what happens. (laughs) You strike into her and you hit with that point. And you see that it pierces through an area that has already been pretty severely damaged on her scales. And then you see just an eruption of fire come flying out of the wound. Pushing all of the little bits of purple out. And as each one pops, so does a a, a spout of flame come out from each one as well. And she 
wriggles and writhes and shoots flame from her mouth as she angrily stares down at you and, and but is unable to control what she is doing that she is powerless for the first time powerless and then she collapses into a heap on the floor I also collapse into a heap on the floor. <laughs> so she she collapses into a heap as in she's not breathing, she's deaded, or is there still shit happening? She's on a heap. She's in a heap on the floor. Kind of glance over my sh- shoulder at Zuriel. She is running towards you, panicked. Oh, dear. And you hear why. That from behind you, you hear her form start to move again. (laughs) Shit. As you turn and look, you can see... These wounds that you've created on her start glossing over and scales start pushing their way back out from her flesh and covering the areas that you worked so hard to damage. She pushes herself up on one giant claw and then the other and stares down at you. She rears her head back and she lunges forward and then she hits something. My fist. That in front of you is a golden barrier. Oh. And then you feel a hand on your shoulder. Glance over Trevor. my shoulder. <laughs> Trevor Ironjaw. You have done well. And he pulls you back. And as he pulls you back, you see that it is the human form of Numerath that you saw within your dream. Oh. That you saw in the afterlife. And he pushes you back behind him out of the way. And then he starts to spasm and change and push himself into his dragon form. Lunges forward, bites the neck of Pylorvo, and twists it and slams her down into the ground. Looks back at Zuriel and says, do your work. And she comes up, opens up the little bottle that she had in her pocket. And then you see the fiery soul of Pylorvo get sucked in, and then she caps it off. I got fucking goosebumps over here. And Numerath looks down at you, and he says, 
see to your friends. And then he takes flight and breaks through the top of the building and flies away. Whew. So after a moment to compose myself, I'm going to start medicine checking everybody. <laughs> I This is somewhat a race against time. So why don't you go ahead and choose who you do first? Um, Harkos. Okay. Roll it. Uh, that gives me a 25. Okay. Yep. That stabilizes the shit out of him. And then Phil and then Landros. Uh, Phil fails his first save. Landros makes his first save. Uh, Phil is getting a 23. Okay. Phil is stabilized. And then... Landros gets a natural 20. Hey-o. So you go to try to get him and you hear... Huh, uh, uh. Wait. Welcome back. Wait, what? Where's... Big monster! <laughs> in... <laughs> in a tiny jar. Um, let's, let's get everyone out. So, as you're mid-conversation, Zuriel grabs you and pulls you away. Yeah. <laughs> and leads you over to one of the side chambers and throws you in and closes the door behind you. And she's... What the shit was that? We we fought the the dragon. What are you talking about? Yes, obviously you fought a dragon. What the shit was that golden monster doing, helping you? Numerath. Yes. Um. It is a long story that I am more than happy to explain to you. Let's get our friends handled first, though please. They're fine. Explain it. He came to me as a being aflame when my shop was burnt down and people attempted to murder me. And I did not know who he was until I perished. But he's done nothing but help. The firstborn son. The firstborn. The most powerful of the Methuselahs. Until Cyraxus's rise. Was a dragon tyrant. Reigned evil over this world. Alongside its brothers and sisters. It is a dragon. It has saved me numerous times. For no reason. Well, there must be a reason that this, these creatures do not just, do not just help. Uh, look, look at me. I, I was, I made pottery. What reason could it have been? I'm no one. Why? I don't know, but nor I... do I, but he's done nothing but help. There is not 
one mention in the thousands of books that I have read in my lifetime about these monstrosities, about any single one of them doing anything but evil. None. Well, she called him the betrayer. So, there's something. I, I, I'm sorry if, if I, if you don't, I can, I can leave, but I trust him. I'm taking this. And she points to the jar. It's fine by me. I do not wish to have anything to do with that. Watch out for yourself. Do not trust these creatures. They... If it's... If it's helping you, then there's a reason for it. And I can't find a single thing in all of the histories that have ever said anything about any of their help being a good thing. Again... I am... I'm nobody. I've never been anybody. Why would they... Why would... Why would he choose me? I... I made pottery. I never raised a weapon in... In my life. And I was a little girl on a farm. We don't know why fate chooses the things that it does, but he saw something that he could use. Well, again, and now he's now he's loose within this world. He has given me no reason not to trust him. So, well, the entire history of their kind gives me every reason not to trust him. You don't... Yeah, never. Never mind. I will try to find a way to destroy this permanently. I may call on you again to do it. But... I am... I am not sure... of any of this. This is not... This, this is not right. Something is, something is off. Go see to your friends. And she kind of turns and starts walking towards the exit. I'm going to go head back over. Okay. Uh, Landrose has a little bit of healing stuff left, so after he gets himself sorted out, he... He pops up Phil and Harkos. Can we can we make a quick pause? I really have to pee. I'm sorry. Oh my god. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hi. Hi. How are I'm you? All right. That's very descriptive. 
I have a couple thoughts rattling around my noodle and I don't know if they should be under the trench coat thoughts or secret only talk to Brad thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know. It's up to you. I will not force anything. I am curious what your thoughts are. They'll probably be under the trench coat ones. I will not force them far flung and vague enough that they probably just mean nothing (laughs) that was fucking that was fucking crazy yeah that I uh did not see much of that coming me neither. You guys hit like fucking trucks. God damn. There's one, two, three, four, five, six. Six hits that were over 20 damage each. And then a multitude of ones that were that were sub 20, but pretty goddamn close. Like you guys were fucking bitch slapping pylorvo around. i was i was waiting for that uh other shoe to drop for harkos though and it, it did it at not a great time i mean it wasn't the worst time because brad <laughs> turned out okay but it was not i i i could feel it i could feel it in my bones that there was that there was one <laughs> brewing I was like, please just let it, let us get through the fight, and like, like I'll make a shitty perception check or something, like just, <laughs> or, or even a bad medicine check. Like that would have been that also would suck, but I, I was I would prefer that. It didn't fucking happen that way. Come on, Brad. Ugh. I'm really excited for Under the Trench Coat. I want to talk about all this. Ow, what the fuck did I just step on? That was pointy. Oh, it's like one of the screw hole covers from the bottom of my desk. Ow. Where the fuck did you come from? It just sucks because we're like moments away from this episode ending. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Great. All right. Uh, so Trevor, you you between you and Landros, uh, you get your fellows up and sorted. Uh, do you got an obligatory number you want to throw out, or you want me to just put me at one? Wait, what? Because you, oh, you, like, uh, you said Landros uh, oh, had yeah, some he, healing he stuff healed. and brought us up, and I know you were... I have no spells, you, so... Well, no, I know you don't. Ken was saying the, the heals got Phil, Phil and I up, so I was wondering if he... I knew he was RPing, so I didn't know if he just wanted at like a, a, a low number thrown out there for us to be at, just so I don't... Uh, uh, let's just say five. Hey, we're all at five. 
Hey. Uh, so you you get your fellows up, uh, and Landros kind of as he's as he's kind of getting everybody sorted out. He looks back. And he's, like, what was uh, what was that about? Um. Uh, once we all get out of here, I'll explain it to everyone at the same time. It'll be simpler that way. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get these let's get these guys out of here. Uh, throw an arm over to help Harkos along. When when yeah. uh, I, I, uh, when when Harkos pops up, uh, I am I am gonna have him like holler out again, like he's just gonna sit up and go, Trevor, because when my my head cannon is when I went down, like Harkos blacked out, the dragon was there, and he didn't know what was happening. So while he was under, he was just looping his nightmare. I so the, the, I I didn't establish this, but the. What is left over is very Skyrim re- reminiscent. That there is just a skeleton left. Is there any scales? I uh, well, let's see if any that broke off survived. I uh, no. Okay. <laughs> oh God! I. Uh, Everything that you took off was just shattered and broken. So, I mean, there's bits, but nothing that, like, seems usable. Because of the things that I've been doing, I want to kind of scoop up some of the bits and maybe take Mm -hmm. a small bone. Okay. Like a a finger? Yeah, whatever. Just a small one. Hey. Uh, you touch it, and I think that it would burn you were it not for your resistance. Is it is still hot? Still just hot. Okay. But you're able to take it and lift it away. Okay. That'll be for later things. Hey. Uh, so do you go to leave this place? Yeah. Well, hey. look around, I guess, real quick, just to make sure there's nothing else going on. No, this place is just deathly still now. Okay. You can hear just a little bit of like smoldering from the the corpse, but that's it. Okay. While well, while we're walking out, Trevor, I want you to know Harkos is gonna be like uh, a little teary eyed as he's like still woozy and everything. He's gonna be looking up at you, Trevor. We we did it, and then judging. By the state of things, when I woke up, uh, I was right. We wouldn't have finished this without you. <laughs> well, I did. I didn't do anything there. There are things we need to to speak about. Um, your your friend is a little angry right now who um you're the, the, the elf i i don't remember does does trevor know her name i don't yes the, she, i couldn't she remember introduced herself when you guys um, met okay um uh, zariel is is very angry at the situation so oh. 
Oh, okay. That doesn't make it okay. I. Uh, so as you are heading towards the door, uh, you're greeted uh, as you open it with the Iron's Edge crew. That Jorik and Melia are standing in front of the door uh, with the Iron's Edge militia behind them. And over them, you can see the entire town of Aramor is standing staring at the cathedral and as you walk out you hear applause and cheers rise up from the crowd to a deafening roar and that my friends this where we'll call is it. where we will call this one Whew. that was good shit oh man Oh, I'm really excited to get to Under the Trench Coat. So thank you all very much for joining us at our table. Uh, if you like what you're listening to, please think about giving us some support. Uh, if you could support us through Patreon, we are good little warlocks and offer up sacrifices, ever-evolving sacrifices that we constantly talk about the value and merit to our patrons. Uh if Patreon is not your thing, then think about just buying us a coffee. Uh, if you go to ko-fi.com and search for Rolling in the Geek, you can do a one-time donation there. Uh, Brad, where can our fine folks get in touch with us? You can subscribe to us on our website at ritgeekpodcast.com to keep up with all things Rolling in the Geek or on any of your favorite ear bacon stations. Also, we're very active on Twitter, and if you want to talk to a bunch of rad podcasters, artists, and all-around cool people, you can join us in the Underground Oracle Discord through the link on our website. Thank you very much, Brad. Nick, this week, I don't think that I want to stand on too much ceremony on this. You are... You are just... Nick the fucking sound wizard. <laughs> and I guarantee you, I guarantee everybody who's listening to this that you did some badass shit in this whole fucking episode because there was some cool ass fucking things that happened. Can you please give us something fun to go out on? Yeah. They'll try a a <laughs> I'm getting kind of emotional. Because for, for the first time in, like, three years of D&D, I feel, like, really deserving of the praise and and the, the hurrahing of us being heroes. It felt really fucking good. And then Ken said nice things about my editing, and I'm just, I'm kind of a mess. Uh, so, it's, uh, Hootie, hold on to your dicks from... From, from Nick and Harkos in episode 56 because that was that was one hell of a ride ladies you can hold on to your dicks too it's more of a power thing for them right it's like a proverbial it's a, we won't get into it anyway um, uh, tune in next week as the emotions get turned up to 11 in episode 57 because uh, I'm sure there will be more 
blubbering from me for some stupid reason. Uh, tomorrow is Halloween. Um, and we got, we got special fun things, um, for you tomorrow. Um, but tonight, uh, I wanted to take the time to pay a little homage to, to the Night of Fright. So, um, without further ado, as I've attempted to clean myself up here, here is the parody for episode 56. <clears throat> It's close to Halloween night, and you're listening to a podcast. <laughs> Your hair stand up right as you get a cliffhanger that makes you gasp. You refresh your feed, but sadly you're all caught up on the show. You start <laughs> to tweet that you yearn for more episodes from those three guys. You need more Rit Geek. <laughs> Red Geek in your life, because you can't stand to wait until next Friday night. Give me more Red Geek. Red Geek in my life. You shout it out online as you hit play on an episode for the 19th time. It's a little egotistical, but I liked it. Double dipping, on, double dipping with, the, with the MJ there, but that's okay. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sniffling everywhere. I'm going to hate me when I edit. <laughs> Stop it recording. Stop it. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.